0: The lack of job opportunities is also one of the core causes of poverty. For the poor, the labor is usually the only real asset to improve their lives and well-being. But a person who does not have job opportunities, you know, is not able to get productive employment. Hi, this is Anita from the Dusty Roads podcast. Today, I want to talk about poverty. In particular, I want to talk about the four... Contributory factors to poverty, both locally and globally. In other words, what makes a country become poor? So there are basically four different areas that does. The first one is literacy and education. Literacy and education go hand in hand. Poor education or lack of education is one of the significant causes of poverty globally. The more education a person receives the more chance they can use their knowledge to escape poverty. I have to say, I've been so impressed lately in hearing about many groups that have been working specifically in Africa, and they've been doing a lot of things to be able to help with the poverty issue there in many parts of Africa. And one of the things they've been doing is educating people in technology, because they understand that literacy, education, are two things which can really matter or make a difference in a person's life as to whether or not they fall into a poverty or can escape poverty. You know, the world is filled with people born and raised in poverty, but they can escape poverty through education and hard work. The World Bank, you know, basically, they talk a lot about this, and they said that um, the literacy benchmark is that a child should be able to read by age 10. You know, though the person can learn to read later in life Studies have shown that children that are not reading by age 10 usually fall, you know, fail to master reading later in life. You know, that's why, you know, this age 10 is sort of the benchmark for somebody to really learn to be able to read. You know, reading is a gateway for learning. If you can't read, it's hard to learn. So a child needs to be able to read to really be able to effectively learn. If a child cannot read or write, the doors to learning and many job opportunities are shut. So that's also essentially why it's important that people and children get back to reading. You know, Today, so many things are on video or they want to watch TV and they don't want to really read, but it's really important that a child learns to be able to read and write by age 10. You know, Quality education is essential for children, that it's not just the, the quantity, but the quality of the education that a child receives that can make a difference as to whether or not that child falls into the poverty or not. That child must have some fundamental skills that they, you know, which would include reading, writing, math, science, and the humanities. I worry about a lot of children today that they could start falling behind because they, you know, they just want to watch videos, just watch TV. They don't want to learn to read and write and go back to a lot of the basics. But according to the World Bank, it's those basics that make a difference. That if a child really wants to be able to not be in poverty, they have to be able to read and write and do math and arithmetic. And, you know, they need to understand some things about the world. And the World Bank has said, To spotlight this crisis, we're introducing the concept of learning poverty, an accompanying measure constructed jointly by the World Bank and UNESCO Institute of Statistics. Learning poverty means being able to read and understand a simple text by age 10. So, in other words, by age 10, a child must be able to read, to write, and to do a simple text. And that's why if you have a child that's falling behind in some of these things, it's important that you try to help them to be able to catch up. You know, many parts of the world do not attach much importance on education. Some countries only educate the boys and not the girls. But this lack of education for the girls ensures that a girl will be in poverty or dependent upon her husband or family support her entire life. Now, you think about that for a minute, that, you know, it will mean that a girl will be dependent upon a husband or family and will not have the independence that she needs that she will not be able to provide economically or have the necessities of life to be able to support herself because she will not have education. So many of the girls who stop school at seven, eight, or nine and can't really read by age 10 are going to be ones that could have issues with poverty throughout their entire life. That is why literacy and education is such an important part of helping people get out of the poverty cycle. Another one is health and medical care. The lack of medical care is a significant cause of poverty. This is because the cost of seeking proper medical care can drive families into poverty. This doesn't just happen in third world countries. In fact, it's it's quite famous in many parts of the world, including my own country, the United States, where people basically have been driven into poverty because of medical expenses. That their out-of-pocket expenses for their health care have cost them so much money that it's thrown them into poverty because they just can't afford it. It's thrown them into becoming bankrupt. You know, illnesses can cause the breadwinner of the family, you know, to stop working or attending school because maybe they have to suddenly care for sick relatives. Some people are forced to sell their assets to cover the medical expenses for themselves. And so that's why, you know, in some cultures, if a woman loses a spouse, it's almost impossible for her to remarry due to social and cultural stigmatism. But at the same time, if that same woman doesn't have an education, it's almost impossible for her to be able to support her family if her spouse happens to die. So it's kind of like this vicious cycle that if a woman has a husband who's sick and he dies, and then she doesn't have the education, she can't support him. But if she, at the same time, it'd be almost impossible for her to remarry to be able to find a better life. So that World Bank also said that strong healthcare systems improve the health status of the whole population, but especially among the poor, Among when ill health and poor access to health care tends to be concentrated, as well as protect households from the potentially catastrophic events of an out-of-pocket health care cost. In general, poor health care is disproportionately concentrated among the poor. And the other thing which has been a problem you know, in many parts of, especially the United States and other parts of the world is what exasperates this is many of the same people that are in poor areas don't have access to like fresh vegetables, fresh meat, or it's too expensive. So they're eating processed foods, which many times is leading also to poor health. So there's all of these other issues, which also happen too. The third reason they say about poverty, is the lack of job opportunities. The lack of job opportunities is also one of the core causes of poverty. For the poor, you know, the labor is usually the only real asset to improve their lives and well-being. But a person who does not have job opportunities you know, is not able to get productive employment. And this is, again, why I've mired some of these groups in Africa I've heard about recently where they're actually training Africans to do technology and trying to get them some jobs with U.S. companies, to remotely do some technology things, that this really is a great way to be able to help this and to be able to level the playing field. That's why it's important people have decent jobs, especially women and younger people. It is estimated that women on average in the United States will earn from 18 to 2% less than men for the same work. In other countries, this can be much higher. So, you know, even if a woman's doing the same work as a man, she's usually, you know, she can be earning less than the man. And in other countries, this can be much, much more. So, you know, this is why it's also important. One of the other reasons is population and pollution. And these two kind of go a lot hand in hand. You know, overpopulation is one of the main factors that can influence poverty. Overpopulation can also lead to pollution, which contributes to poverty. So, you know, it's kind of like these two kind of work together. If you're living in a city that's really highly overpopulated, it can also contribute to pollution. Pollution can contribute to your health care. It can contribute to the food you can get. It can contribute to your, you know, job opportunities. It can contribute to all of these different things, the environment and overpopulation. You know, one way it can affect it is that um, countries run out of money, so there's no social welfare programs. Another way is that families have so many children or an underemployed father that there's not enough money to put food on the table to feed the family. Um, In extreme cases, you know, parents will sell their daughters into the sex trade, ensuring a terrible fate for their daughters that, you know, few will ever recover from because of the fact that they just don't have money. It also affects pollution and that overpopulated cities that are so polluted You know, it could mean that the families aren't able to grow some food that they need to be able to help sustain them and to sustain their health. Maybe the fishermen can no longer fish because the waters are polluted so that they lose their support this way. They lose their ability to be able to, you know, know, put food on their table and to be able to sell any of the fish that they have. You know, so there's really no straightforward answer to poverty. There's no easy fix to poverty. But these are four of the main reasons why that can drive people into poverty, both globally and locally, and they are literacy and education, health and medical care, lack of job opportunities, and um, population and pollution. And you will find that most people that are in this situation, they want to work. They want to change this. They want to see good health care. They don't want to be in the situation that they are in. So these are some ways that Poverty or the factors of poverty, if if we can change these things, can help make the world a better place. This is Anita from Dusty Roads, all about living life as a global citizen. I have a blog called The Four uh, Tributary Factors to Poverty, Both Locally and Globally, and we'll put a link to that below. If you're interested to learn more and read some more about this, we have some references in there, too. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you, our listener. And thank you to our team, especially Rico, for making this possible.